What's up guys, it's Tom bringing you another episode of the Choking Fitness Podcast. This week we're over at CrossFit Watford talking to head coach Hat Hewitt about her business Map Online. Map Online seeks to bring Hat passion and knowledge for good mobility and human movement to the wider community. Her movement flows and expertise have been warmly welcomed by an ever-growing online community. So please enjoy the episode and if you haven't already, please follow Choking Fitness on Instagram to get all the UK-centric news and reviews as well as sneak peeks for upcoming episodes. Have a great weekend. Welcome to another episode of the Chopping Fitness Podcast. I am delighted today to be able to welcome Hat Hewitt. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Now, you'll be a name that's familiar to lots of people, fellow competitors on the UK and sanctional circuit, also people that you've coached um, here at CrossFit Watford, um, online through Wolfpack Programming, but also um, there are hundreds of people that will know you through Map Online for the kind of mobility um, that's uh, where I've started to kind of interact with you. So. Uh, you were definitely someone that I really wanted to um, kind of come and talk to about kind of your inspirations, what your drives for many elements of, of clearly your fitness career. Thank you. But we're all good athletes, right? So we're going to warm up first. So I've got two kind of warm up questions that we'll, we'll kind of crack into first. Okay. So the first one is, what would your what would your warm up not warm sorry what would your birthday workout be? What three movements, if you could choose them for your birthday workout, what would they be? Um, Cleans, hands and push-ups, and pistols. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've always been favourites of mine. Yeah, and so combining their cleans and pistols, are we talking heavy or high rep for cleans? Um, heavy. Yeah, and yeah. pistols as well. Yeah. So there we go. Um, that's where that ankle range of movement exactly, comes in, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then handstand push-ups, are you uh, strict or, or kipping? Definitely kipping. Yeah? Yeah. I've mastered strict now, but it's taken me most of the six years I've done CrossFit to actually get to the level I'm at with these. Um, but yeah, I love kipping hands and push-ups in any form, deficit, parallel, whatever, I love them. Brilliant. It's, it's something I'm still struggling with um, and it's not something I've worked on during uh, lockdown either. So mm. I'm kind of like, well, we'll, we'll keep that one on the list for now. <laughs> awesome. Um, so the second one would be, if, you, if every time you had to walk into a room, music had to play, what either genre or, or song would it be? Oh God, I'm pretty awful with music. Um, I like like typical dance tracks, yeah. especially in the gym. Um, I like the song, my favorite song, like usually just gets me going, is the one from Love Actually, you know, in the Prime Minister Dances Dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten what it even is, but that's it's probably like, like... jump or something, yeah, I can hear one. it. Yeah. I usually like that, that's pretty fun. Um, but I'm relatively easy going with yeah. music. Um, I don't love 80s and yeah. I don't love screamy music, but other okay. than that, I'm good. So if you were rolling up the shutter here at CrossFit Watford, you it might get that on, yeah. Yeah, all that, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so we've, we've warmed up a bit now. Um, so you've competed individually, you've competed on, on a team as well, um, mm -hmm. kind of at, at a high level within kind of the sanctional um, series that, that kind of was rather truncated this year. Yeah. Um, but everyone starts somewhere, and I'm always really interested to know how people have got into CrossFit so you've got a rugby and swimming background yeah, is that right that's so right, yeah so what attracted you to and got you into CrossFit in um, the first place in all honesty my partner Charlie um, I was playing Saracens rugby at the time and I was in the island women set up and she would often send me workouts like CrossFit-esque workouts she used to go to I think CrossFit North London um, and I would just do them in a virgin active gym 
um, and I really enjoyed them. I loved like the fitness element of all sports. I've always loved pre-season when, when I've played sports through school and afterwards. Um, so it was just her telling me, oh, you'll like this workout or try this, try that. And it just gave me a bit of a buzz for rather than just going in and doing some running and some squats in the gym, doing a bit of a mixed modality sort of workout. And I really enjoyed the like the different movements you had to be good at. I just it, it made me want to train. Mm. Um, I still played rugby obviously to a high level when um, we set the gym up together. And I was sort of adamant I wasn't going to help with CrossFit. I wasn't that into CrossFit. I just wanted to focus on my rugby, but I would help out here and there when needed. And then I did my level one and completely changed my mind, completely changed how I felt. I preferred CrossFit training and coaching to going to rugby training. Mm. And then within sort of six months, um, I completely changed my, like my perspective just changed. I was like, I can't really afford getting injured. I'm a therapist. I'm self-employed rugby. I get, had numerous, like quite bad injuries through rugby. And so I thought, you know what, time to retire and focus on something that's a bit more movement-based um, and is going to keep me strong and healthy sort of for the rest of my life. And that's how the transition sort of changed. Oh, amazing. And um, it, it's definitely something I can resonates with me. And I, I think I train for longevity um, and just to try and make sure I stay fit and healthy and, and try to approach my training in that way. And I was going to ask you when you said your mindset shifted, like what was it that and it sounds like it was quite a holistic mindset change and that it was the whole whole aspect of the lifestyle rather than say, oh, no, I saw an opportunity to compete or yeah, uh, an opportunity to get really strong. I, I didn't even consider competing competitions in CrossFit when I started I think there weren't I suppose there weren't a huge amount of them and if there were it was it was quite niche still so quite a small amount of people did compete when we're looking back almost seven years now and I just loved like I really wanted a strict pull up like I, w I wanted to squat heavy like I wanted to learn to walk my hands and it wasn't I didn't look beyond wanting to be good at everything. I just was like, this looks so fun and it's really challenging. I'd done gymnastics as a kid, so I liked being upside down. Like, there were elements I was already okay at and the fitness side of it I already I got, I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, so when I stopped playing rugby and moved to CrossFit, it wasn't for more than just, this is a safer sport to do. And I really enjoy the element of like how it makes you move and you can be strong in all ranges. I thought that was super cool. And when people ask me, even Charlie, why did you get so much into mobility? I, I literally did from the moment go. Mm -hmm. I realized very, very early on, probably because my therapy background, how mobile you needed to be to be good at CrossFit. Mm. And so my interest in movement and mobility started the moment I began CrossFit. And I was so aware of it from the day I began, even before I did my level one. Mm. Um, and then the competition side came later on. Yeah. It was just people asking me, can you jump in a team with me? Because we've had a girl <laughs> drop out. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but all right. Yeah. And it just, it, the ball got rolling yeah. from there. I think that's a lot of like where, especially say, you know, five, six, seven years ago, that's yeah. a lot where competition was then really. Yeah. It was still just kind of rocking up with the people you could, especially with a team, because it's about making sure everyone is on board to compete the same weekend. Exactly, it, it's yeah. not as... Um, I think as rigorous as it is now with kind Absolutely. of like teams committing for a season, individuals kind of ramping up thinking, well, I'm targeting, you know, they might be targeting the games in 2023 and, and they're working through it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's interesting you say that you look at looking at rugby and you'd had some serious injuries and then you moved into CrossFit and we're like, it's a chance to stay fit and healthy, to stay strong, yeah. to protect against injuries. Because I think often from the outside, CrossFit can get a bit of a bad rep yeah. for getting injured. And that's not because I want to now flip this to be my rugby bashing. Yeah. But it's really interesting to view CrossFit as something that you can kind of, you only can push yourself as far as you're capable yeah. done properly. Yeah. I 
I was always so disappointed and almost quite like stunned how often and it's less now but when I first started how many people said CrossFit was bad for you I just couldn't understand where they'd got that view from I'd never known anyone get badly injured doing CrossFit and I have seen some horrific injuries playing rugby um, I've physioed premiership rugby teams um, league rugby teams I've seen some awful stuff both from the physio side of it and from the player side and I've never seen such a bad injury in CrossFit yes you get chronic niggles and you get pains but you would in any sport mm. and I find it really disappointing that people are so willing to knock it probably without having even tried it um, I know as a therapist first and foremost my coaching is around movement whether mm. that's for MAP or whether that's for the gym or Wolfpack but I just it really shocks me when people assume CrossFit's going to be bad for you I, it, I feel exactly like you just because I compete it doesn't mean I feel I need to push my body super super hard to hurt myself I still train to train mm. like I still train so I can move well so I can be strong so I can be healthy I've, I've never understood people's point of view where they think it's dangerous and it can hurt you mm -hmm. it just it's never crossed my mind yeah. and with the kind of with CrossFit as a methodology, I think the redlining in a training environment or on a competition floor is, is only like a fraction of the kind of playbook, right? You've got yeah. the, as you say, the mobility and early on you recognized that like mobility is super important. Yeah. Then there's nutrition, recovery, sleep kind of. And then the, well, the, the other bit I really like is the final, like is it CrossFit in a hundred words, the kind of like play other sports. And it's yeah. one of the things that I still try to do is every so often take take CrossFit out of the gym and, and then go, God, actually, I was able to do that because I'm yeah. kind of diligent in all-round training. Mm -hmm. Did you find it helped when you were still playing a bit of rugby? Oh my and, gosh, and, absolutely. Yeah. Um, when I, I was doing CrossFit for under a year and I was still playing, I sort of backed away from the 15 side, but I loved sevens. I was still in the Irish setup for sevens. Mm. Um, and I remember going back to play for Sarries after not doing the 15 season for sevens. And both the coaches were like, what have you been doing? Have you, gone, have you got a sprint coach? You got sprint training? I was like, no, just CrossFit training. And like my speed improved hugely. Like mm -hmm. and obviously the fitness element, going back onto a sevens pitch, I won't, I'll probably eat my word saying this because I know a lot of rugby girls still, but when we went back to play sevens, having done a year of CrossFit, I was like, is that it? 14 minutes, cool. Because most CrossFit workouts are between tw 10 and 20 mm. minutes, right? So my fitness for the sport which I loved rugby still yeah. was so much higher so my skill level dropped because I obviously wasn't playing rugby so regularly but I was loving life like the repeated games that like you play what five or six games over a weekend it was great it was like a CrossFit <laughs> comp for me I was like this is wicked um, take the contact element out of it and I'd probably still play rugby but I just became a bit of a wimp when it came to going back into contact I think when you're not conditioned to it through 15, yeah. sevens can be a bit hard on the body. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And it's really nice to kind of hear you kind of share your experiences as you kind of got into CrossFit. Um, but you're already a, you've done sports science and, and sports, sports therapy. therapy yeah. So you were a, a sports therapist as a profession. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you said that you very quickly understood the importance of mobility to support mm. CrossFit training. So those two must kind of really kind of help. Um, oh, hugely. I think... And I say, to, say this touching wood, but I've, ne I've not had a career stopping, aka CrossFit stopping injury. I've had two issues with my back, which were from when I was a kid when I fractured it. Um, and I have a little bit of hypermobility through my spine. So every, I do have to be careful when it comes to certain, um, certain <laughs> training with my back. Um, but other than that, I've not really had any like CrossFit stopping injuries. I think everyone gets a niggle in CrossFit mm. and there are so many people you'll see it in all, in all walks of life that do have pains and aches and stuff but 
I, yeah, I've managed to, because I recover so well, because I know how to recover, I, I suppose I've managed to keep my training volume high mm. because I'm sensible when it comes to looking after my body and listening to when I do feel like I've overdone it. Yeah, uh, I think ju just over a year ago, I started using a, a whoop band um, yeah. just to try and, so I'm a, I'm a scientist professionally, that sounds weird to say, but anyway, that, that's what I do in my day yeah. job. And so I love kind of like objectively studying things. Um, and then I've got into fitness in the last six years. So I kind of try and combine the two. Nice. But the biggest thing I've found is that I don't overtrain, I under recover yeah. in that I, you know, I, I make, I always make time to go to the gym, yeah. but then it's always mobility that kind of, you know, I don't warm up enough or I don't cool down or I'm not eating right. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's like I say, it's having that, that bigger picture helps yeah. to kind of sustain the volume. And, mm -hmm. and often I think when you look on things like social media and you see the elite athletes, the stuff you see on social media is the kind of like the headline stuff, the big cleans, the kind of like, you know, the, the explosive power and capacity, but it's the diligent work that they do. Yeah. And I've heard some of the, the, even the games athletes being like, no one wants to see an Instagram post of me stretching, yeah, right? But that's what they spend most of the time yeah. doing. So, um, now you must introduce a lot of mobility into as head coach here at CrossFit Watford. So you've, I'm no doubt you've been doing that for years and years yeah. and years. When did Map Online as a as a kind of standalone entity start, and, and what inspired you to kind of grow that beyond what you were already offering to your members and, and anyone that you were programming for? Um, so I did mobility class from the first gym we opened, which was six and a half years ago now, back in St Albans, um, and then I just did that as a weekly cl class for the gym. And then actually last May, so May 2019, I officially started Map Online. Um, and I probably got a handful, maybe a couple dozen signups quickly just through memberships from mm -hmm. the gym. Um, and I didn't, it was sort of Charlie that just said, just do it. Like mm -hmm. you, you can't be, there's no perfect time. You have the information, you have the knowledge, you already run the classes, just set it up and go. Yeah. And I remember setting up the page and being like, ah, oh, it's open, like what now? Mm. Um, and through the last year and a bit now, it's just grown so much bigger than I ever expected it yeah. to grow. I can't tell you how much I love what I do. Like, it is honestly such a passion. Mm. I would coach mobility every day. <laughs> I think the members actually get bored of it because I'm obviously harping on about it so much. And half the time, they probably don't even ask me about it because they're so used to having mm. me near them um, on tap, as I say. They probably don't use me as much as I want them to. But I'm just so, I just feel so lucky that I get to help people move yeah. properly. It's, it's just something I really enjoy, I've always enjoyed. And the fact I can now do that to more than just the people that come into our gym is wicked. Mm. I love it. Yeah, so I've, I've been using Map Online. I think I've been a member for about a month now. Yeah. And I imagine you've had a lot of people pick that up throughout lockdown as yeah. well. So have you seen quite significant growth? A massive growth through lockdown. Yeah. That is probably the biggest silver lining I could have ever dreamt of. You would never expect such a thing to happen through such a bad time. Um, I, I suppose I've worried a bit that people would drop away once gyms reopened, but they really haven't. Mm. Um, and something I think that's so important, like the reason it's not an expensive um, thing to use it's not expensive membership is because it's so valuable to mm -hmm. like I think it's so valuable for people to move well and I don't particularly target um, athletes crossfitters are more aware of mobility and mm -hmm. so I feel like my biggest audience is a crossfitter but I there are elderly people on there there are desk workers on there mm -hmm. my sisters are on there my friends are on there an aunt and uncle are on there like it is for the everyday human being. Mm -hmm. It is to help people understand how to move, how to continue to move well, and to stop people becoming crippled in yep. their, in their yeah. elderly years. So um, 
my mission is just to keep people moving well. It's mm -hmm. not to make a crossfit to get to the games. It is just to keep people healthy and supple and to keep them mobile. Yeah. No, and I, I absolutely love that. And one thing I've, so in the month I've been part of the community, I've found both the community on the Facebook group and the kind of sessions that you do um, so relatable. I mean, there are other kind of apps out there like Romward and GoWard, and I've got months, if not years, of underutilized <laughs> membership there. Yeah. But uh, something has clicked <clears throat> with using Map Online that makes it just feel a little bit more like relatable because you know they're shorter, but also yeah. because you're, you, I find your narrative really <laughs> helpful because it, I think it helps with relating it. And I'm not looking at say you know there, and there are different styles used like Romwod's quite long yeah. holds and normally the person doing it is like hyper mobile not hyper mobile but they're clearly yeah. a, an you know an established athlete and yeah. i'm like well i'm nowhere near that and i it's it's not enjoyable to spend four minutes battling with that movement yeah and so i've really enjoyed uh, not only kind of the flows that you use and the lacrosse ball self-releases <laughs> everyone hates to love it but yeah it, it's that kind of like you know it's a little that, that face but yeah. you feel so much better for it afterwards yeah. so so I, I can see why it's just blown up during lockdown but equally before that as well yeah. because and I've no doubt people will, will stick with it I because hope so. because it is it is it is relatable um I think think the other element and you were mentioning there that it's it's about helping people move well and that is the thing that I find myself able to talk to non-crossfitters more about. Yeah. I think people are like, oh, the first, you always know a crossfitter because that's the first thing they talk about. But actually the thing I can relate and talk to other people about, and I'm not a professional, so I'm not giving advice, is, uh, you know, I work in a desk environment. So I always know people who are like, oh, I'm really struggling, especially during lockdown mm -hmm. because now they're sedentary yeah. apart from when they have to walk to the, if they're working from home, yeah. they're walking to the, like kitchen or the bathroom and that's about it yeah. all day so I think that's kind of um it feel, it definitely feels a little bit more relevant to me as yeah, well yeah for so, sure yeah and so is that one of the things you've really enjoyed then um both here at CrossFit Watford but equally your map online is engaging with a real breadth of, of the community yeah it is and I've done a lot of one-to-one -one work obviously over the years and I still continue to do it now I just have, there's certain, especially there's certain people or there's certain things that I will see, whether it's coaching in person or through Map Online or through Instagram, and people will come to me and ask for my advice. And I, I've never been the sort of person that will pay me X amount and then I'll help you. If I can help you in a couple of minutes, I will help you in a couple of minutes because I just think it's so, so important that people understand how they should be moving. Mm. Um, I'm not the person that will walk up to you in a gym and be like, why are you squatting like that? However, if someone asks me, why is, that, why is this happening? I'll explain it to them because I don't want them to keep doing it. Mm. Um, and I think a big part of my coaching, whether it be in person or through um, MAP, is explaining why I'm doing something and then how you can change that. So giving people options, giving people adaptations and not making them feel incapable because they can't hit a position that I might be in. Mm. Um, and that is how people stay and why they stay because they realize it can be done. It just needs to be adapted or altered for their personal positions that they're in. And it has shocked me, unfortunately, how immobile so many people are. And I'm not talking crossfitters, I'm talking everyone. The people that I see through MAP are people I wish I could help more. Mm. Um, I can't force you to do a flow. I can only prompt you with my live sessions, right? Mm. And the live sessions are something that I hope will continue because I think it keeps people accountable. Yeah. Feels like they're turning up to a class. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, it makes me kind of sad that I see so many people unable to move through ranges they should have. And that's regardless of whether they're doing a kipping pull up or a back squat, it might just be reaching overhead mm. into a cupboard. And it really sort of shocks me how bad as 
the, at the human race, how badly we are starting to move. And so I only hope that MAP can continue to spread and help just the everyday person to move because it's, it's sad. It's really sad that humans aren't using the ranges that they should be. Yeah, and, and I, um, like, so I asked you uh, through the MAP community around, like, what should I be looking for with the bottom of a squat? Should I compromise foot position or mm. stay depth? And I, I loved the kind of, you then did a video because I think a number of people had yeah. asked that. And so, and that's, I, I think it's that information to enable people to kind of understand yeah. because we can all just kind of be force fed, do this, do this, do this. But we've got, all got busy lives mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't understand why, why, why am I being asked to do this? Exactly. And I think that's giving people the, the insight to then take it away and, and yeah. use that in the way that works for them is, yeah. is like really powerful. So, uh, the other thing, and, and I'm glad you're saying that you're hoping that the live session is going to keep going, because as much as, I mean, Zoom's become a huge thing, mm. and you're using Facebook Live, but I love when I jump on one of those live sessions, oh, how many other people, how many eyes are there? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know there's, there's 10, oh, now there's 25, yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah. and the main thing I see as well is, like, that number then stays pretty solid throughout, through the end of the, yeah. through the end of the, um, the flow and mm-hmm. and they are typically somewhere between like nine to 15 minutes you know and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a longer one on Sunday and, and I think that's what I, what I like as well is that I'm not having to like schedule it in yeah. um, and I think one of the things you said are if you have if you've got time for a shower you've got time for some mobility so uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm bought into that um, and then all those videos remain available exactly, right and yeah. you've got the keywords in the description yeah. I know so. a lot of people now have started to save videos or flows that they really enjoy. There's yeah. one guy message who's like, I basically know this Ollie lifting flow off by heart. Mm. I do it every time I lift. And I'm like, wicked. It doesn't have to be special. It doesn't have to be different. Yeah. Do the same stuff over and over. Like I don't do new flows every yeah. single time I train. I'll hit the same movements, the same positions. They're all functional. Mm. If you find something that works for you and you can fit it into your schedule, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like That's what I want people to do. Uh, and I love it and I've not got as knowing them off by heart yet but I'm definitely that kind of there's a few favorites I've got because having I've been training for six years using mobility apps for a few years but there's still some where I'm like I have never done that before (laughs) and that is like painful yet also enlightening for for moving so if people want to know more then it's like just kind of if you google map online but equally instagram and facebook Facebook. so maponline.co.uk and that's the website and so it has everything explained through there Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's just five ninety nine a month. It's literally two coffees, yeah. and you get unlimited access yeah. to mobility. You can pretty much ask me anything, and I'm going to get back to you at some point. Mm. There's a video probably for most CrossFit movements on that um, platform, and so I, it's a no-brainer in my opinion. Yeah. I'm like, how can you not invest that money in your health at the end of the day? Super, super, absolutely, and yeah, we're definitely. There's probably two coffees we're not having because we're not going out so much, even exactly. though lockdown has been lifted. Everyone so. has that six pounds left from yeah. the two coffees they're not drinking. Reinvest it in that. No, mm. thanks, thanks very much for kind of talking about that. That's all right. Well, I'd like to finish on just kind of going back onto you as a, as an athlete. Um, it's probably still tough to really know where the competitive season's going right now. Yeah. Um, we've got the Open moving back to February March time, but who knows how many sanctionals we'll see next year how many will be allowed to have how many will be yeah. able to happen because of you know COVID-19 that's not going going away anytime soon but what what are your focus is on as as a as an athlete right now um in all honesty I'm not looking towards competitions um as I said at the start I'm I love doing CrossFit for the sake of doing CrossFit I love the enjoyment of it I love pushing myself I love being in a gym in a space with other people doing the same thing Um, I like competing and every time I compete it reminds me how much I like it because 
it's just the buzz and the atmosphere mm. you get when you're on a competition floor. You don't, you can't replicate that. Um, my absolute passion is competing in a team. I, they, I can't match that. I've, I've done a few individual comps some years ago and I just did not enjoy them whatsoever. That being said, I did qualify for Elfit, which was based in Egypt, a sanctional in April gone. Obviously, it got cancelled. Um, and I think they were planning on moving it to next year, but obviously, yeah. who knows? I think I will go out and compete solo just mm. to see what it's like to see if my, as I've improved over the years, if it's something I might enjoy. But in all honesty, if I can still compete in a team, I always will. I'll yeah. always pick team over individual. There's something special about like running over the finish line with other people with you. Like, mm. oh, it's just the best feeling. And maybe that's because of my rugby background. But I'm so much more willing to suffer when I've got a couple of people yeah. ne nearby, like pushing next to me. And I've been really fortunate to compete in some wicked teams. Mm. Like, I hope to God I get to p compete with those people again because they're super special to me and they've made every experience for me so, so wicked. Because yeah. you guys were like some of the live feed I saw for Norway. You guys were looking like an awesome team yeah. out there. Yeah, and so. that was a, we'd trained together once or twice because of like, pre like injury issues and mm. the team leading up to that comp. But if you get the right group of people together, um, I don't think it can be matched. I think if you have the passion and the drive as a group of people, the skill is almost comes secondary. I think mm. if you're if you're a determined group and you'll have a, a similar mindset, I think you can do very well on a team. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing that. And fingers crossed, we yeah, those opportunities ar arise. But like I say, if, if your main focus is on like CrossFit as a as a methodology and what it can do for for both yourself and other people, then you're not reliant on the kind of all the external factors which might cause large events to, to not happen yeah. or to have to shift. So you, you're still getting your fulfillment from, yeah. from here in CrossFit Watford. Yeah. So amazing. Thank you very much for spending some your bank holiday Monday talking <laughs> to me about you're this. Welcome. Um, I really hope I can come back and, and train at some point and perhaps talk to you more about kind of CrossFit Absolutely, Watford as, yeah. a, as, as its history, because this is your third venue, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you've been here two, just over two years. Two years, yeah. So amazing. Happy second birthday in this Thank venue. You. And so yeah, <laughs> looking forward to getting back. Thanks again. Thank you.